What's good, Divine Gang Gang? You can tell by the title, this is going to be thought provocative, but it's going to be so simple and it's definitely a message for my Divine Feminines and my Divine Masculines. I'm going to go ahead and set the energy because I want to make sure that this is a high vibrational message. I love that. That's my Tibetan bowl. It's 528 hertz, which is the same as love. Um, I'm recording this at 3 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. And I'm going to be shuffling just as something to self-pacify while I'm talking. But you can probably see by the title, it says something along the lines of, he can pay to replace me, and I never ever needed a man. If you've been with me on this journey, you can hear um, some of the things that I've, I've been saying. And one of the things I love about the, this podcast is just even between last week and this week, but um, listening to messages from even when I started last year, me trying to figure out, is it me? Is it him? Um, what does it mean, especially in the Black community? And it wasn't until um, earlier this year that I started to come across the gender war conversations. And I talked with you a little bit in, in a, maybe one or two podcasts back where I was saying, you know, I'm listening to the Divine Masculines. And the the one that he kind of ended up getting on my nerves, I decided to to delete him, um, to unsubscribe. And here's the reason why. Because I need to be responsible for who I'm listening to. And if I allow myself to continue to entertain the energy um, of someone who doesn't want to get married, even though I got to the point where I enjoyed conversating with him, it's not a place where I'm 100% healthy enough to deal with that information. It does really, some of the things he says does does still kind of grind my my nerves a little bit. So I, I did that, right? Um, but I, I still, I could say that he's a great guy. Maybe not, you know, somebody's husband. And so I've been hearing the conversations from from masculines, and I know that there's nuances in there, right? I know there's nuances in terms of what their preferences are, what the statistics show in terms of marriage rates, um, and um, divorce rates, and there's the nuances of what it means to be traditional in a traditional relationship versus um, non-traditional, going 50-50, hypogeny, which is where the man depends on the woman to um, provide for him versus hypergamy, where um, men who make a lot of money exercise their options to date the type of women that they're attracted to, right? Um, and some of you might be familiar with, there was a podcast that was talking, um, there was, it was some fairly young people, and the man was asking the woman, you know, basically, what do you bring to the table? And you could tell it kind of hurt and stung her a little bit. And her thing was, well, you know, I I decorate the house, I cook the meals, I, I take care of the kids. And 
for each time that she said, you know, I, I decorate the house. He's like, I can hire someone to do that. I do the laundry. I can take it to the dry cleaners. I don't need you for that. I take care of the kids. I can get somebody to, to, to do daycare for the kids. I don't need you for that. Well, what about the sex and the intimacy? There's legit um, YouTube channels out there that say you are better off sleeping with someone because at least, you know, for a fraction of the price on that first payment, you know that you, you can just get off and versus having to court someone and spend $300 for three to five dates to be able to sleep with that person and, and usually it's not worth it, right? So that's one part. that That's where the masculines are saying, well, I can just pay to replace you. I don't need you. Um, I don't need your education, you know, especially if I'm making six figures. What do you bring to the table aside from that? And that that that's a lot for, I think, women to, to deal with and work with, right? So when I was talking to that, to that masculine, um, we were on, on a YouTube channel and everybody was in the chat, but I made the statement. I said, we got to the point where one guy was saying that, you know, um, I don't know why he was coming for me, but he was like, um, well, you need black, you need, you need men, um, because you wouldn't have the internet right now. And I was like, listen, love, that's like telling me I need to be with a woman because she gave birth to me. Right. And so I, and so I followed up that statement by saying, you know, I've never needed a man. And I went into the default of what us, most of us women do. I went into the default of, you know, having my, I'm well-educated, self-sufficient when it comes to my finances. I know how to get around. Same thing that he was saying, I was saying too. If I need to get my oil changed in my car, I can just take it to, there's one um, place where I take it, one dealer that I take it and they hook me up. If I need to get air in my tires, I know where to take that. If I need to get um, the landscaping done, I've always had a great gardener. If I need the house cleaned, I get the maid to come in once a week, sometimes twice a week if I have something planned coming up. If I wanted to, and I look forward to, in the future, I'm going to have a, a, a chef. You know, if I had kids at this point, or if I decide to adopt, I can always get a nanny. I can make sure that I surround them with male figures that are positive and uplifting. So what, 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 and I said it because I wanted him to understand that I was entering these relationships with with thinking that I was going to fall in love, that this is going to be my friend. And sometimes <laughs> I think what hurt the most um, is in many ways, and I've said this before, when it, when it came to those relationships, in many ways, they were my friends. We laughed, we talked, we shared hopes and dreams and goals and aspirations showed up with my heart on my sleeve only to get heartbroken and so then you get into this 
twin flame journey and you're trying to figure out, is it runner energy, chaser energy? Do I need to practice unconditional love? Maybe I need to go out and be an entrepreneur. Maybe I need to be business oriented. Maybe I need to get my money in order. Maybe I need to, and this is so funny because when I tell you that once I learned this and how simple it is, and I really believe it's a game changer, even when you listen to the podcast I recorded yesterday, on the man, uh, man or money podcast, I'm here. I'm trying to be helpful, right? Trying to figure this out, how to be of value, right? And I'm saying like, well, even when it comes to luxury, we can figure out like we're going to start looking at videos about home decor and how to do like 20 different styles to do his bow tie, like his necktie. I, and I still think that's a fun one. If you still want to learn that one on your on your own, you know, if that's your type of thing, then then learn that. And how to be a domestic goddess and how to make him a chicken grilled cheese sandwich. You know, one of my favorite authors is um, Chanel Cooper Sykes. But um, and and she wrote the book um, Domestic Goddess. But Fast forward, after I recorded that message, somehow, some way, because the algorithm, sometimes it, I guess it can hear when you say certain things, but um, April Mason came up, and I, because of I'm running out of time here, um, I used to listen to her back in the days, but I think at the time I had gone through a breakup, and I just didn't want to listen to any dating advice, because you know, I get a little bit sensitive, so I stopped, I unsubscribed from her. And so here we are, fast forward, she pops up and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a black female dating coach. And um, I'm going to actually list in in another podcast, I'm going to list, there's a YouTube video that she um, talks about what women bring to the table. Um, What do feminine, and I highly, 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 highly recommend that you listen to it, especially if you listen to my version of what to do when a masculine asks you, you know, what you bring to the table. And on some of the the pointers, I had it right. And in some, I didn't. And in many ways, this is kind of, I I might be cheating you out of your own blessing by listening to that podcast. But if you want to change your life, listen to that one, especially my divine feminines. And you may never have to listen to any other guru out there. I want to assure you that you're perfect, whether you have an education or not. Um, you know, of course, I'm always going to recommend that you're as healthy and fit as you, as you can be, um, regardless of your phenotype. Um, but here was the game changer. I was listening to her and what she said is what men really want. And ladies, it's, it's, it's that simple. He wants you to be, and I can pull the notes from what she said. She wants you to be, and we've heard it, and it sounds so simple, but to be his his piece. I probably should have had this opened. Um, um, being the yin to his yang. Um, when I tell you, I don't want to go too much um, into what she said, Um because she also started off by saying the same thing that I said, which is a real, a true high value man, which would, yes, include being a high earner uh, man, six figure and up, is not going to ask you that. And I've never had any of the guys that I've dated ask me that. Um, but one of the things she said, it's kind of like 
toying with the idea of you need to be emotionally intelligent when it comes to him. And so it's when you start to listen, right? I just read from the the um, Divine Feminine Oracle um, what it means to be sweet, but also I'm kind of adding my stuff in there, but the, the what it means to be sweet, to be soft-spoken, but to listen. Listen and allow him to express his emotions and you're going to have to, that's where the mastery is going to have to come in. How do you create an emotional bond with him? I want to make sure and also say too, this really helps with timeline. Keeping in mind, so Kevin Samuels is single. He's not married. April Mason is single. She's not married. And I found it fascinating with um, with both of them. They are both around high, you know, a lot of variety of men and women. Um, I think with April, it could be a little different, you know, trying to decide to to settle down is, is I don't know how to explain it or put my finger on it at this point but at the end of the day she's around a lot of high quality high value men her she's good for the picking of whoever she wants um kind of lost my train of thought but um what she said is it's emotional intelligence learning to make a bond with them and to oh yeah this is what she so I preface that to say Take the advice for what it is, right? I'm single myself too. I'm more about my pentacles right now than getting into a relationship. But um, what I took from it is she said that, actually I was listening to another commercial came on. This is what it was. And it was a a man. You might've seen this on YouTube. This is what it is. This is what it is. He said, um, men are attracted to women in two areas, only two, physical and emotional. And so when I tell you that the confirmations on my end, when I tell you I heard both of that confirmation I um, from both, you know, April Mason and this commercial that came on the YouTube um, while I was waiting for something to finish playing, those are the type of downloads that I hope that you continue to get in your life that will confirm that you're on the right path and are the course corrections you need, right? And that has a lot to say. Um, Please, by all means, take care of your physical appearance. We talk about that on the food oracle, right? But um, one of the things that he said about the emotional intelligence is that usually within three to six months, or I think they say up to three months, it might have been up to three months, but um, I'm going to probably add up a little bit and say within three to six months, that's why they fail because he's been in your space and he's not feeling that emotional connection with you. This is actually deep for a lot of us divine feminines because we've been managing our own emotions ourselves. And even when I didn't quite understand, I, I remember I did some podcasts back then, but because I was second guessing myself, right? Um, I said, part of the reason, and I'm not making any excuse for them, by all means, listen, I'll drag them for everything, right? But I said, part of the reason he ghosts is because, and and, and can even orbit is, is because he, he sees that you can't handle your emotions. So he's not going to trust you with his. Okay. So we were, um, the, the divine feminine oracle was talking about truths. 
and all truths are but half truths. So take that for what it is. I don't want you to beat yourself up or be too hard about that, but I want you to think about, um, that's a pretty card that came out. Okay. I want you to think about revisiting what it means in terms of how you handle your emotions and how you can gently take his emotions into your hands and so then that means you can throw out every book about domestic goddess and about deciding to be a six-figure earner yourself and not being quite good enough all this man wants you to do is to handle his heart space and and a true divine masculine right one of the things i learned from april too is i think that you know we're allowing ourselves to be docile and, and submissive and be pulled in all these directions by men that don't even qualify to to be in our to, to, to deal with you. So it's going to be critical that you start to identify what a real divine masculine is like. Um, she has a really great way of saying it, and I think that even if you listen to her. Um, that YouTube, like I said, that one was just, it was powerful. It was dynamic. Um, that one, I think, will definitely change your life and how you think about things. Um, but you start to understand that for all the gender wars and you start to understand that you're maybe sometimes dealing with and opening yourself up and listening to people who are not high vibrational and it starts to wear and tear on your heart and your mind and your soul and your psyche. And I have to protect that even though I am capable of going into the belly of the beast and alchemizing and transmuting it and going into the Phoenix, maybe baby girl doesn't need to go down into them ashes anymore. Maybe I just need to keep it like kind of, you know, a little bit more higher level and still continue to ascend. Right. But at the end of the day, these men, all they want, the thing that they can't even articulate and I mentioned um, April Mason because she's been doing this for years. So it makes sense. And it, it makes sense why she's able to articulate it so much better than when I was originally listening to her. Um, all he wants is for you to, for him to feel safe when he opens up to you. And you're going to have to explore what that means, Divine Feminine. It don't even cost you anything. It takes you back to that energy I had mentioned, talked about the Delilah energy. And she mentions it too. Where he can just come home from those bad days at work, dealing with the masculinity and the toll of the world and just be able to lay his head on your shoulder or lay his head on your lap and just trust you with these emotions and so for those of you divine feminines who are kind of more like me where you've never needed a man and you struggled with what that meant you know you made sure you were self-sufficient your parents made sure that you went to school so you could take care of yourself if you needed to and take care of your children if you needed to and contribute to the household with your finances right and all you wanted it was love Come to find out what I really want and the best way to articulate the, the love that I want is a masculine who understands my heart. 
I just wanted him to see my heart. And you have to be careful with that because it can put you into codependent energy. But it's like, I just wanted him to, to see me for, you know, being the person that I am, as mischievous as I am. Sometimes I could be, I think the word was imprudent and sometimes I'm a little shy, but I think some of the best people that have gotten around me know how to get me to, to let my hair down and just laugh and giggle and be sentimental. And that's all I wanted. And But at the end of the day, that's what both of us want at the end of the day. Whether it's 3D or divine, feminine, and twin flame love, that's we want someone that we can emotionally connect with. All of these gender wars and us fighting and bickering with each other, calling each other out of names and dragging them for everything <laughs> is because at the end of the day, we're all big babies. We're all big babies. And all that he wants, that missing piece that he can't articulate is someone that he can talk with. And I'm super excited because I'm going to order some some decks about conversations that you can have with your divine masculine, your divine feminine. Um, let's start to have conversations in, in a high vibrational way. I know that there's gender wars, but I'm going to pull topics and we're going to pull questions that you can ask each other and allow them to express themselves, write those. When I start pulling those cards, I'm going to do those on Tuesdays for twin. It's going to be the tete-a-tetes, which are like heart to hearts. I'm going to pull some of those cards with questions that you can ask about love, romance, sex, um, all of it, communication, love styles, Right, and let's start to have those conversations, and it doesn't cost either party anything, right? It's kind of funny to me. I'm, I, I really, I felt like that was a liberating message. Okay. So I hope this was a blessing to you. I'm going to go ahead and sign off now. I'm going to charge you with love. With a high, high, high vibrational kind of love. The 528 hertz kind of love. I'm going to charge you with the love of your life. Someone that you can share your emotions with and reflect it right back to you. Both parties, both of us, we need that. We need to be emotionally intelligent with each other. And that means listening and creating safe heart spaces where we can share our emotions with each other. That's what we want. That's what we're missing. <laughs> That's what's at the center of this whole thing. Toxicity in the 3D, struggle love, toxicity in the twin flame journey. 
going to charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates invisible. It's been my goal to make sure that aside from just any other reading where it's about how he feels, how she feels, what's really below the surface? What does it really take for us to come into union? What are the competencies that we need? And this whole time, all it was is something that doesn't even cost you anything. Airs to listen, compassion, gentleness, sweetness, generosity. Hmm. I'm going to charge you with health. I'm going to do the um, food oracle. <laughs> it is, yeah, almost four o'clock in the morning, and then I'm going to go to bed. Um, market opens at 6.30 for the stock market. <laughs> Go ahead and compound some interest on my, on my different stuff. But I'm going to charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom, and prosperity. Know that I love each and every one of you. I'm going to go into the weekend. Um, but the way I'm feeling right now, I feel like maybe this is the answer. And maybe I can just maybe take a week. I can take a week off. <laughs> and just allow us as a collective to deal with this information. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and sign off. And until the next podcast, you know, let's not make gender war. Let's make gender love. Divine love. Let's show them how it's really done. Congrats to everyone who's going to go into a happy union from this. Um, And don't ever forget this. I think, you know, you're going to have to revisit what this means every week, every month. Oh, what I was going to say about the timing real quick was, you know, when he said that it can take up to three months before they, they orbit, don't sleep with them any sooner than you if, if you get the sense that he doesn't trust you with his emotions, do not sleep with that man. Give him the chance to ghost, to leave, right? In those three to six months. But once he's let you know that he's feels comfortable with emotions, I'm not saying jump into bed with him, but but that's that's kind of, it also gives you a little bit more understanding of what you're dealing with. Right? Don't try to force anything. Do not be emotionally manipulative. Work out of, of high vibrational love. Right? Okay? Because what is yours is is yours divinely yours. Your divine right will come for you. And sometimes you might meet people where you get to practice what it means to, to practice emotional intelligence. Right? before your true divine masculine comes in. So just keep that in mind. Okay? All right, I'm going to sign off. Peace.